Hey, what's up, guys? And welcome back to another episode of Rock the Mic. You guys know that I usually record my podcast at 7.30 in the morning and um, on Mondays. And so it is Monday, but I am recording my podcast at almost 9 o'clock at night because today was just a very, very busy day and it started super early. So I was not able to get on here this morning, but I've got something on my heart that I need to talk about. I need to get it out. So, hey, better late than never. Okay, so. Thank you so much for joining me today. Um, And if you're catching this, you know, the replay or whatever, welcome. Welcome to Rock the Mic. Uh, So, yeah. So today I want to talk about church. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about church, baby. (laughs) You know, um, so yesterday was Sunday and um, I went to church and church was just amazing yesterday. Like church is always amazing. It's always good, you know, but something yesterday was like, I don't know. It was different for me. It was different. It felt different. And, you know, I really love like how I be asking God, like, Lord, what do you want me to talk about on the podcast? And then like, you know, I love the way he speaks to me, you know, and so yesterday throughout the service, like something was brewing on the inside of me, like, mm, I got to talk about this. I got to talk about church. And, um, you know, it, 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 everything about it yesterday was so, so good, like from the opening prayer to the scripture reading, all the songs that were sung for praise and worship, even the new teaching that Apostle Mitchell started on accountability. That joint was hitting, and I'm excited about that teaching. But, you know, as the service was going forth, there were just some, a couple of people in my church that I've known for like a very long time. And, you know, I see them now like in a different place spiritually, you know what I'm saying? Like, I see the growth and even like, even like I look at my own life, you know, and I see, I see the growth and it just makes me so happy. And so on my way home from church yesterday, after I dropped off Jackie, I was like in the car and I was like, God, like, thank you so much, you know, because, um, it is the month of November, right? And so, you know, even though every day is a day to be thankful, but you know, we're we're getting ready for Thanksgiving. And so, you know, I'm thankful for a lot of things, y'all. But I don't know, yesterday I was just feeling real thankful for church. You know, I was thinking about my life before coming to nothing but the truth ministries and you know, y'all know I've been here for a while. It's been like five, six years now. And, you know, I haven't always had like very positive experiences with church, you know. Um, I've, I've experienced church hurt. You know what I'm saying? I've been talked about. I've been betrayed. I've been, you know, I, I ain't always been treated in the best way. Okay. Um but even though I've experienced church hurt, like one of the things that I'm most thankful to God for is that my heart never got hard towards the church. You know, like my negative experiences didn't leave me so 
broken and hurt that I just like walked away from church altogether. I mean, let me be honest, you know, when I, before I came to MBTTM, I was outside of church for like nine months. And of course, like in the beginning, right? Like the first few months I was, I did have that attitude, like whatever, I'm done with church. I am never going back to church. I ain't dealing with them church folk no more. You know, I was in that place, right? Um, but then I started to see my life like sort of like, I just, I was going backwards, you know, I was slipping backwards and that scared me, you know, um, because I, I, I didn't want to go back to the world, y'all. Like, I don't ever want to go back to the person that I used to be. Like, even as a believer, like, <laughs> I still have a lot of work to do, but believe me, like, don't nobody want me to go back and be the way I used to be, okay? <laughs> but, you know, I just really was thinking about all that yesterday, and I just felt really, really thankful, you know? Um, I remember it was like nine months. I was out of church, and after like a few months, I was like, "God, like this ain't gonna work. Like, I, I need a church home." And I just remember, you know, praying to God, like, "Please send me to a good church." I need to be in a good church in a good place. I need a church family. And I prayed and prayed and prayed. And one day, y'all, one day, my friend Katrina, she had shared a video of Apostle Mitchell preaching. So I clicked on it. And you know, Apostle, she's very, you know, she got this bomb personality. I'm gonna bring her back on the podcast. But you know, she, she keep it real. Like, she is she is nothing but the truth, okay? And um anyways, when 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 I was watching her back then, this was a while ago, um she happened to be doing a teaching on church hurt. And so I would tune in every week for a little while. I tuned in for that teaching and I learned a lot, you know, because a lot of times when we experience church hurt, we always only think about like we mo- not always but most of the time we think about what was done to us we don't ever really think about the role that we played in everything you know and so that was something that I learned from her teaching and I decided you know what I'm gonna go visit this church and so the day that I went to go visit MBTTM for the very first time Angelita was, she was one of the ushers. She happened to be posted up as the usher that day. And y'all, like when I got there, like she greeted me with so much love. It was such a warm hug that she gave me. Like she just, I don't know. I just felt so much love and she was hugging me, but I had to pull away from her. You know what I'm saying? Because it had been a while since I felt that type of love and you know, emotionally, I I wasn't in a very good place. And I was like, Lord, if this lady keep hugging me, I'm just going to break down crying. So I had to pull away from her. But that was the first time that I visited my church. And yeah, I never left. (laughs) It's been been six years now, you know, and I'm very thankful to God. I am so thankful to him because my life has completely changed. And not just my life, but also the life of of everyone around me, including my family, 
And I was also thinking about like the pandemic, right? When COVID came and the whole world just like shut down. Y'all, I am not going to lie. I did not like virtual church. I really did not like online church. Like that was the absolute worst for me. It, It really was because... You know, I would get on Facebook Live, Apostle Mitchell would be doing her teaching, and I'd be sitting there, like, eating, or, you know, I could be folding laundry, or just not really giving her, like, giving the teaching my full attention. And it was very easy for me to be distracted at home. And so I hated online church. But the only good thing that came out of that is that I had to learn how to be disciplined you know what I'm saying so like when it was time for the word I would make sure that I was not distracted that I was like really paying attention and I had to commit to to I had to say to myself like you know what I'm a, I'm a, from now on like even though I know I'm not in the building I'm not gonna do nothing that I would normally do in church So like, you know, come on now, I'm not bringing my laundry basket to church on Sunday morning, sitting there folding laundry, you know what I'm saying? And that was a good thing because it really taught me some self-control and some discipline, you know what I mean? But for real, for real, outside of that, mm -mm, I was not feeling all that online church. And when we went back to the building... I was so happy. Like we we still had to wear masks and stuff for quite a few months, but and even now like some people wear masks, some people don't wear masks. It's up to you, you know what I'm saying? We ain't tripping. But I was so thankful when the doors of my church opened back up because y'all I was not feeling online church. I, I'm not built for that life. <laughs> I mean, I got to be in it. I got to be there. I got to be present, you know, because it's, it's I don't know. That's just how I, I guess. Thank you, God. Thank I thank God that that's how he made me. And I just feel like COVID, like it really messed everything up, you know, because since the pandemic, like, I don't know, like a lot of folks just have gotten really, really comfortable with staying home and just watching church. But church is not a spectator sport okay nowadays you know you can watch a three-minute reel on tiktok and you can listen to your favorite preacher on youtube or listen to your favorite podcast for like 15 20 minutes maybe 30 minutes maybe even 45 minutes uh you can play your favorite christian playlist when you're riding around in your car but i don't know like How effective is that in the big scheme of things? Like, how does any of those things improve the kingdom of God? How does it make the church more effective? How does it make the kingdom of God more effective? You know, in Ephesians 4.16, there's this scripture that says, For his body has been formed in his image. And is closely joined together and constantly connected as one. And every member has been given divine gifts to contribute to the growth of all. And as these gifts operate effectively throughout the whole body, we are built up and made perfect in love. So 
that scripture is the apostle Paul. And he is basically uh, comparing the church to a body. And he's saying that Jesus is the head of that body. And he's saying that in order for the body, which is the church, right? In order for the church to work, every member is important. And every single person has to do their part. All of us have different gifts, but use them together, we are more effective that way. A lot of people say that church is ineffective. Well, maybe it's ineffective because you're not there. If you're one of those people who says church is ineffective, church don't work. Well, maybe it ain't working because you're not there. Because clearly the Apostle Paul says that it is important for all of us, okay, all of us to operate effectively. All of us have to be there. We all, you got to be there. If you want the church to be effective, maybe it would be more effective if you were there. Some people, they they just feel like they don't need church. You know, they love to say, you know, uh, my relationship with God is personal. Okay. Okay. It is a personal relationship with God. Um, I agree with that. Uh, some folks believe that, you know, church is not a biblical concept. You know, um, that, it, that church is like man-made. I disagree with that because when you read the word of God, uh, Jesus, it was his custom to go to church. He, it says the temple, but the temple is a church. Like, come on now. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. I don't agree with that. That church is not a biblical concept. But anyways, if you're a Christian, then you know that church is not necessarily a place that you go to you know that you are the church okay so I do agree with that and a lot of people argue and say hey I don't need to go to church church is just a building and okay that's true it is but you know they might say you know church is just a building I am the church okay facts you are the church well let me ask you this uh what kind of church are you <laughs> because in revelations 2 there are seven letters that were written to seven different churches and each one of the letters it, it was like an outline that mentioned like you know, the good things and the bad things about the churches. And it also was like a warning for churches to repent. And the letters are also prophetic because they offer us guidance and they, they give us a warning, right? It's a warning for the modern day church about the traps that can, uh, I guess, lead us away from our faith, Right. So, like I said, it was seven different letters and uh, seven different churches. So one of those churches is the church of Ephesus. And that was the church that abandoned its love for Jesus and his teachings. Uh, 
And then there was the church of Smyrna. And that was the church that despite persecution, it still stayed like faithful. You know, it was faithful to Christ. And then there was the church of Pergamum. And that is the church that compromised its beliefs. And then there was the church of Thyatira. That was the church that followed false prophets. And then there's the church of Sardis. That was the church that was spiritually dead. And then you had the church of Philadelphia. That church was the church that, despite its weaknesses, is still patiently like endured, you know? And then you got the church of Laodicea. And that was the lukewarm church. (laughs) They had a lukewarm faith. Uh, and it was mostly because it was a rich church, like it, it was a prosper, uh, like a prosperous church. And, you know, a lot of times we know that prosperity or money can cause people to, you know, you got a whole lot of money in the bank, but spiritually you be bankrupt. You know what I'm saying? Um, so, yeah. So there's seven different types of churches. So that's my question is like if you if you say like I am the church, then you got to think about what kind of church you are. You know, it's important that you know the kind of church that you are because, um, yeah, I just think that that's important because the truth is that you can't just disconnect from the church. That's almost like saying that you're a human being, but you can disconnect from society like you can't. Okay. If you want church to go away, then you're going to have to make Jesus go away (laughs) because the church is not going anywhere. Whether the church is in a good condition or in a bad condition, at the end of the day, the church is Jesus' bride and he's coming back for her. And, you know, I just think it's really important, like, that you understand that if you're someone who's not actively in church, like, being part of a church and, you know, being active in church, that means that... When I say that you're active in your church, it means that you give of your time, you give of your gifts and talents, and you give of your finances. Yes, I said finances, and don't worry about it, because I'm going to do a whole podcast episode on money, 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 because people don't like talking about it, but I'm going to talk about it, you know, but being a part of a church in your community, it improves your life, it gives you strength and as you're becoming stronger and you're growing it it also helps all the people that you're connected to church is just that place that you go for guidance it's where we learn to follow god church improves our spiritual lives and it helps us to live a better life overall you know and when you're part of a church it can be a great source of encouragement for you because it feels good when you're surrounded by other believers it is such a wonderful feeling to know that you're part of something that is bigger than you to know that you 
are a part of a of a church where you can serve and and where you can get together with other believers and you can worship God together and stir up the Holy Spirit. You know, the Holy Spirit is a key player in this faith walk because he's the one that brings love, joy, peace, suffering, long suffering, like gentleness and you know, it's Galatians 5.22. It talks about the Holy Spirit. So if you want to understand more uh, the fruits of the Spirit, you know, um, read Galatians 5.22 so you can understand the Holy Spirit and what his role is. You know, and let me tell you, like, I think it's hard. I I, I don't know. I I, I think it's hard to 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 uh, stir up the Holy Spirit on a on a Zoom call, on a Zoom conference or Zoom church. I think it's hard. You know what I'm saying? That's why church is important. You know, if you got the gift of healing, how are you going to heal somebody through a Zoom, you know, through a screen? I mean, I get it. Like Jesus wasn't didn't always have to be right then and there to heal somebody. OK, like that's in the Bible. You know, it's, it's faith. I get it. But I'm just saying, like, you know, there's a lot of gifts like, you know, that are needed and, and that you can't really operate in your gifts when you are just watching church online. Church is the place that you go to become equipped to learn about your gifts and your talents and all of that. You know, there's all types of gifts, manifestation gifts, motivational gifts. There's the fivefold ministry gifts. Like there's all that stuff. And you know where I learned all of that? At church. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because I didn't, it's like, yeah, church is a community, y'all. It's a place where you go and you build relationships with people. And those relationships go far beyond the four walls of the church. And you also build this great network of people that support you and that you can support them. And it's just wonderful. If you are, are looking for some direction in your life or you have, you know, a certain situation that you're going through in your life right now and you're trying to find some answers and, and, and may, or maybe you're struggling with a certain area of your life. Well, maybe you need to get connected to a good church because church is a good place to hear from God. And I know somebody might come across this and, you know, this podcast and say, you know what, whatever, you don't need church to be a Christian. Well, that might be true. You don't need church to be a Christian. But my question is, if you're a Christian, why wouldn't you want to go to church? What's your reasons? What's your reasons why you don't want to go to church? I think that's important. I think it's important to be honest with yourself because... Look, at the, on, at the end of the day, the only person you're fooling is yourself. Like, you're not fooling God. God knows the real reason why you don't want to come to church, okay? And if one of those reasons is because of church hurt, well, guess what? Everybody in the church has experienced church hurt at one point or another. I'm sitting here with my hands up, okay? My hand is up. I experienced church hurt, and it does hurt. Church hurt is not good. It does not feel good. But it's not enough reason to stop going to church. I mean, think about it like this, right? I'm sure there's people on your job that you don't necessarily like. People who get under your skin. People that, you know, don't treat you well or whatever. But guess what? You're not just quitting your job. 
you still go to that job, right? And there's people there that you don't necessarily like. So why is it that we go to church and we come across people that are different from us and that we might not necessarily vibe with, but we quit church? You know, the the job, I get it. The job gives you a paycheck, right? But guess what? Church is important because it grows you spiritually. And as a believer, growing and maturing is a part of this journey. It is important. You cannot stay the same. Being a Christian or a believer, it requires growth. So you are not going to grow from sitting at home and, you know, not really being actively involved in a being a part of the body of Christ. You can't sit at home and just watch sermons on TV and just watch YouTube and try to get a word from a three minute TikTok reel. That's not going to cut it. And if your issue is not a church hurt, then maybe you got to be honest with yourself and just admit that you don't really like submitting. You don't you don't you got a problem with authority and you don't like submitting to nobody. But whatever your reasons are, church is important. And I get it. Like, I'm not oblivious to the fact that there are some churches out here that are just janky. It's some, it's some, you know, that's the problem. Because like, bro, like it'd be like people that's not equipped in leadership. There's people out here that they are not equipped. But guess what? They call themselves into leadership. They're like, hey, my granddaddy was a, was a, was a pastor. So I'm going to be a pastor. You know, or I, I got a charismatic personality. I, I, I've had some, I got a good testimony. I'm just going to jump out here and I'm, I'm, you putting yourself in the leadership position, but there's a difference when you appoint yourself to leadership versus when God calls you into leadership. Cause when God calls you into something, guess what? He equips you so you can do it and be effective. The church today, there are some churches out here that are just not good. I am not oblivious to that. I'm not ignorant to that fact. There's churches out here that all they care about is your money. They don't care about whether you got a personal or intimate relationship with God. They don't care about that. Just give me, just run me my check. <laughs> It'd be like that. There's some churches that's going to receive you just because you sing real good. Because you got a real good talent. You know, and and you good behind that camera. So hey, I'm gonna put you over here in the in the in the you know whatever the 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 technology ministry or whatever you know, or maybe you got a good ear you know. So we gonna put you in the music ministry. Like they don't care about you. They don't care about your personal life. They don't care about your personal relationship with God. They don't care how you live in outside of church. That's I I I I'm telling y'all I understand. There are some of y'all have some legitimate reasons to stay away from church, but you got to ask God to send you to the right place. You got to you got to talk to God about that. If you don't have a church home, then you need to pray to God to send you to a good church, a place where you're going to be able to grow, a place where you can develop healthy relationships, a place where you are going to have leaders that care about you, that care about your spiritual growth, that are going to push you towards an intimate and personal relationship with God. That is important. 
Ask God to send you somewhere where you can get connected so that you can learn more about him, so that you can learn more about your gifts and who you are in the kingdom, so that you can discover your purpose and so you can walk in purpose. Ask God to send you to a place where you're going to be a part of that church. You're going to contribute. You're going to help that church grow. Ask him to give you a desire for that. Because the church needs you. The church needs you. The world needs you. Look at this crazy world, y'all. How can we help the world if we not in position? Church is important. It is the place that you go to discover who you are in Christ. I get it. Church is just a building. I am the church and you are the church too. And you may not need church to be a Christian, but church is certainly important in the life of every believer. Well, okay, I got it out. (laughs) That's all I got for you guys today. I pray that this has blessed you. And if it did, share with a friend. Oh, and if you are in the DMV area, DC, Maryland, or Virginia, and you're looking for a church home, hit me up, send me a message, send me an email, get in touch with me. I would love to invite you to my church. Uh, We're located in Clinton, Maryland, um, and we would love to have you. And if you're looking for a church, then hit me up. And I got friends in Texas. I got friends in Virginia. I got friends in New York. I got friends all over the place. Tell me where you're from. If you need a church home, hit me up. I might be able to hook you up. But most importantly, my friend, pray, 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 and ask God the Father to send you to the right place. Prayer works. I'm living proof. All right. That's all I wanted to say. So let me say it again. Thank you so much for listening. I pray that this blessed you. And if it did, share it with a friend. Okay. Until next time, I'm out. Peace.